Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. Our party, unnamed, are in the Underdark, and they've been in the Underdark for about 10 days now, so they're completely lost track of morning and evening, they're just in the Underdark. We're just going through the motions. You're just going through the motions. You're just basically going on a very long hike. But your hike is nearing its end. You have exited the long climbing road up from the river into a kind of staging post created by the Drow army when they passed through here many years ago. You have proceeded beyond that into the network of caverns, which tells you you're, you're approaching the surface layer and presumably the Dwarven city that you've come to find. And in these caverns, you have found undead from both factions still apparently focused on fighting each other. The group you found did not take any notice of you, although you didn't try to impose upon them. You just saw them from a f maybe 50 feet distance. But they didn't seem interested in you. They were occupied in trying to kill each other and having no success because they've all been dead already for a very long time. And uh, you were just trying to find an alternative route when we finished up last time. So, yeah, how would you like to proceed? I think we were working on finding a route around, mm. around them. If we could make some kind of... Survival check? Yeah, I think it would be a survival check to to find a route that goes in still roughly the right direction. Shall I, shall I try it? Uh, if you want. Okay. Yeah. Unless other people are trained in survival, I'm probably the best of them. Go ahead. Too late, I brought it. <laughs> 14. Okay. I'm sort of just um, going off of dead reckoning, you know? I know the direction we want to go in, roughly. Yeah, and you have a compass and you know you kind of want to be going east from here, just because the sea is east and Browell grins on the coast. Makes sense. So logically, you should be coming at it from the west. Oh wow, I've just kind of realised how far we've gone then. Yeah, you've, you've come a long way, this is why it's taken so many sessions of Underdark travel for you to get here. It's, um, yeah, wow. it's a long journey. Have we ever put the map up? I don't think we have, we should do that. Yeah. yeah. At least the local bit. I can bit appreciate that that's a a real long way. Wow. It, it's, it's a long way. It's like a couple hundred miles. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. But you're, you're pretty sure you're coming towards the last bit of it, which just makes it even more annoying that you keep having to backtrack. You're making progress, but this is a honeycomb of caverns, some of which, like, the bubbles intersect, and some they don't. And you're, you're ending up, I think, exploring quite a lot of this area in order to make progress to go forwards mm. um, and in one cavern that you enter you can see 
there's scorch marks on the roof of the cavern and some webbed cracks in it and there is a a pit in the floor not a neat tidy shaft this is a broken pit with with the sides are just smashed up rubble that's caved inwards um could someone roll me a perception check please <laughs> oh boy. Uh that is a eleven. Ooh. Um yeah, I think you see a pit. <laughs> oh dear. You don't see you know, you, you, you kind of peer over and, and look down and you don't see anyone moving down there or anything. You don't don't see any people. Okay. Does the, you does can this... go around it. You don't have to go like into this pit or anything. Sure, sure. Okay. Does this seem like, to me as the person who did the survival check, does this seem like a plausible way forwards for us? The best one we've found so far? You can't see like alternative exits from down in the pit, at least not easy ones. Um, based on you having some military history, I'd say you, okay. you, know, you, you take a look at this and you kind of come to the conclusion this is probably sapper work. Sure. I was more thinking just that, that, so we've got this honeycomb of caverns, mm -hmm. looking for alternative ways around. Does it look like going through this one and beyond is a plausible? Yes. Progress? Yeah. Okay, Great. Then we can, if, it, if there's a reasonable lip around it, then we'll just go around it, I guess. And it's going to be real again, because I think he's got the best passive perception. As you are working your way around the edge of the pit, you start hearing these quiet, shifting almost rustling noises from in amongst the rubble in this pit i don't love mm. that oh no neither do i do you think someone's down there or something something seems more likely can i tell if it like does it sound like animal noises or can i distinguish a little it sounds like small things moving down there. I would like to use my divine sense uh, mm. to detect good and evil, uh, which is I can sense anything affected by the hollow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Mm-hmm. You focus in on that sense, and it's a little unclear because a lot of what is down there is fairly covered up by the bits of rock. But you do get a, a feeling of, of undeath, and it's, it's strangely diffuse. It's not that you can feel an individual that is undead. You can feel your best guesses several individuals worth of undeath but all broken into pieces Oof. you don't feel them moving towards you they're just bred out through the rubble in this pit hmm. if i had to guess i'd feel like it's more more ghosts from the war and in pieces um that doesn't mean we have to go down there and take a look, does it? 
No. Good. Um, can I? I'm, I'm going to kneel down by the edge of the pit mm-hmm. and just say a little, uh, a little. Bleh. I'll just say a little resting prayer. Okay. It doesn't um, noticeably have an effect, but you still feel better that you've done what you can. Well, I don't think we need to worry about what's down there attacking us, so I suppose we should just move on around it. Works for me. Okay. So I have, I have several possible encounters, and I'm trying to decide whether you um, should roll for something. I think so. I think that's the funnest way to do it. Um, whoever is taking point, um, could you roll me a d4, please? Uh, that's a four. Ooh, fun times. So as you're moving onwards, you reach another of these places where it looks like either the ground was already unstable or there's been some use of blasting powder or magic or or something to cause a cave-in. And as you round the corner into this cavern, this time it's not a subtle rustling. You can see a person, a corpse, however you want to think about it, You can see someone, or at least the upper part of their torso and their head and their arms, because the rest of their body is underneath big chunks of rubble. And they're pushing at this rock that's on their chest, and it's not budging at all. And you can see, even from a distance, that their hands are skeletal. Is it, um... That noticed us. You're about 50 feet away, and it, it's hard to tell. It looks stuck. Mean. It must have been awful for them. They didn't even get to die in battle. So, not speaking for myself, but are any of you thinking about helping it? Or can we just keep going? I kind of. I'm pulling, I'm pulling out my, I'm pulling out my sword. Like, well, mm-hmm. I reckon I've got a way to put it to rest. <laughs> I guess if neither of the more ordained people try and stop me, I'm just gonna try and make it real clean. <laughs> okay, um, I'm not gonna make you roll for it. Um, okay, cool. Because this... there wasn't an event that that was gonna happen off of that. It, it, it's yeah no this is an individual and they are not in a position to defend themselves sure sure um they do seem to notice you when you come closer but they don't have a weapon at least not within reach they don't have a shield um and you can swing back and um bring your sword down and just try to cleave them off at the neck and because Undead tend to be somewhat resistant to non-magical weapons, but they are not capable of stopping you. And when they when the head rolls off and they finally go still, you're honestly unsure if that's just your relief or relief on their behalf. Oh Lord of Falling Waters, wash this one away into its eternal into your internal embrace. May you listen. And you continue making your way through these increasingly unpleasant caverns. Um, I would like another d4, please. 
someone else roll this one. My, maybe <laughs> right, it'll be right. like less terrible, sad. Uh, okay. That is. Um, <laughs> I'll roll it. Oh, okay. okay. Three. Three. Okay. So I feel like you're possibly towards the back of the group, yeah? Yes. So it makes sense that you're the one who hears... You're, you're passing through a series of smaller caverns. These are only maybe 15, 20 feet across. So there's a lot of corners and a lot of crossing passageways. And you hear the gentle tapping of bone feet in a passageway just behind you crossing your path and you turn to look because of course you turn to look and you see a skeletal figure in dark leather armor that looks like Rill's armor this looks uh, like drow armor and in one hand it's carrying a bow and in the other what was once a dagger and is now about two inches worth of blade that's snapped off. Half I, a skull is caved in. I give it a little yelp and I sort of run forward and just tap everybody on the shoulder and point behind me. The skeleton reaches the, the crossroads and turns to look at all of you um, with, with, well, eyes is hard. With its one surviving eye socket, seems to be looking hard at your faces and your livery. Real? Uh, I'll step forward and wave and, and make a, a short, polite bow. Ooh, roll persuasion. <laughs> okay. 15? Was that 15? Yes, 1 5. Okay. There's a long pause. And then you see that half-shattered skull dip and the skeleton bows back to you and then turns away and keeps going in, on its own route at right angles to yours, um, back to its hunting. And you notice as it passes that it's carrying a bow, but its quiver is empty. Well, this is really strange. Have you ever seen undead act like this before? No, not personally. What could cause something like this? Well, they don't have any... There's nothing here to knock them out of their patterns, to change anything. Whatever they were doing when they died, it's likely they'll just keep doing that. Like those other ones that were fighting, or this one, on patrol. Right, so they're they're haunting this place, essentially. Yes, to speak. <sighs> I don't think this is the last thing we're going to see that's like this. Doubt it. Let's let's keep going. Right. When they're um, walking further, Maynard uh, is just a very quiet. And uh, keeps to himself. Looks sad. You okay there, Maynard? Well, I've never seen something like this. I mean, this is what you read about when you picture grand wars and battles. That they 
they happen and they're violent and 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 loud and great and then they're over but i didn't think that place like that could be haunted afterwards this kind of puts things in a bit of perspective nothing grand about battles Hmm. come to that they're never over clean so this is a good lesson i suppose if they only taught the sad and the bad bits it'd be no reason for anybody to go to war wouldn't that be a thing <laughs> it takes you a couple of hours to find your ways through the through the caverns but eventually you do reach an opening into a much larger space uh still a natural cavern but this one looking out into it is perhaps 30 foot high and several hundred feet wide and you you can see um occasional small structures or perhaps machines out there you're not sure what they are you can see the far wall of this cavern has a breach in it it's been broken by magic or bombardment or both because you can see through that cavern wall into carved out little rooms or perhaps their streets and there's a smell in the air that wafts out from this cavern it's not a good smell it's sulfurous there's a, a spattering of crusted white patches all across the floor of this cavern that looks kind of like bird droppings. Could I try some sort of, I guess, lore or maybe survival to kind of work out what that might signify? Mm. Uh, survival would be the thing. Sure. No, not my department. <laughs> I was seven. Mm, yeah, no, you're like, yeah, not your department. It's probably something meaningful, but... Uh, can I give it a shot? Sure. It would also be survival, please. Um, 14. You're not exactly sure, but it kind of looks like droppings, and you kind of find yourself looking up towards the ceiling for maybe bats, maybe something else living up there. Your, your mm, best naturally. guess is actually some kind of guano. Do you share that with us? Yes. Trick, you'll like this. We know how excited you were about Guano last time we ran into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it looks a bit scattered. It's not like a proper, like, crusted. It's not saying, like, long-term colony to you. No, it's... Mm. Yeah. Well... You, know, you know when there's a, there's a car that's been parked under a tree for a couple of weeks and the pigeons live in the tree, but it's not been there for, like, years? It's kind of that level. That's promising, though. I mean, if you've got, if you've got, if you've got droppings, that means something's living down here, which means there's something to feed it, probably. What part of that was good news? <laughs> um, I'm real sick of Pemmican at this point. Real sick, and honestly, I think, I think, given how long we've been travelling, probably running a bit low on supplies as well, because we've not been anywhere that we could for a long time now. No, you're definitely short of fresh meat options. Yeah. I could do with a bit of um, 
variation in my diet. Let's uh, try here. And also, that that's all carved out. So we might have broken through into the city proper, for all I know. Shall we? Shall. Sure. Yeah. Let's. Okay, you start crossing the floor of this larger cavern. You in, you reach one of the odd machines first, and probably to most of you, they're things you've actually you've all at least heard of them. Trick, you've seen them. You or at least you recognise a trebuchet when you see one, even if you haven't seen Drow manufacture before. Mm-hmm. Um, these these are heavy machines. They've got these big counterweights on them to keep them in place regardless of the weight of the load they're throwing Mm. and there's five of them that are staged in an arc all pointed towards that breach in the cavern wall Uh, i would like to know whether you are at this time being stealthy i i don't see any reason to to be honest i'm getting a not not hugely stealthy vibe yeah we're not really a hugely stealthy yeah, you're not a hugely stealthy group in that three of you are wearing heavy armor. So <laughs> you, you are accompanied at all times by a gentle jingling sound. You said we were this cav- this, this opened out into streets? Or a street, Through, I guess? So there, there is a big natural cavern. Mm-hmm. There is a breach in the far wall of this cavern, which the trebuchets are all focused on. And oh. on the other side of that hole in the wall, you can see rooms or streets or something of that nature. You can also see there's these spatters of droppings like all over this cavern floor, except within a 30-foot half circle around that breach. Mm. That's not good. Which is probably as as much of a sense of, of what's going on there as you get before the first um, carrion crawler drops from the ceiling. Hey, are they the ones we came from? No, they were hooked horrors. You, you encountered hooked horrors before. These are carrion crawlers. This Everything like, in the Underdark has such lovely names. It has such a lovely <laughs> name. You, what you hear is this soft, heavy thump behind you, and you turn to look, and it's something like a giant velvet worm with tentacles around its mouth and insofar as you can read the body language of weird underdark creatures it looks hungry mm. i love it i thought you'd like that <laughs> just gonna no, like no. super quick draw a battle map because there were so many points where you could have decided to do warfare that i didn't draw one in advance that's fair should we maybe roll some uh, initiatives? you should definitely roll some initiatives while i discard this pen for being completely dried up that's a 17. One day there was a carrying crawler and it was very, very hungry. So it ate a whole corpse. <laughs> Next day it was still hungry. <laughs> I mean, that is how days work, in my experience. So it ate two corpses. Its diet isn't that varied, to be honest. Sort of in the name. It's sort of in the name. It's like levels of rot yeah. is about the only difference. Mm. Okay. And you're standing near a trebuchet, so I should put like a trebuchet on the map. Yeah, I'll just load a trebuchet in combat. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it would, it I would have take care down. of our carrying problem uh, very handily. 
I have written down a DC should you choose to use the trebuchets. All right. It is tempting. I just... What kind of trebuchet are we talking? Because there's different kinds. <laughs> what, what, what kinds are you trying to distinguish between? Well, like, there's... Oh, no, I guess if it's torsion-based, it's a catapult in it. They're sort of just... Yeah, no, to be honest. There's no. a weight and a, and a long thing and a pivot in the middle of the thing. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that really, really matters. And there's, there's, like, some ammo that, in the form of big rocks that mm. you could load, and I've got a DC for loading it, should you wish to. Counterweight trebuchet. Yeah. Yeah, we've got that. Yeah, yeah. I've drawn a five-foot square on the map, and I've labelled it Treb. What more do you want? I, I, nothing. Nothing else. <laughs> How could I ask more? In fact, I've drawn several. <laughs> These are more in the way of, like, possible cover or whatever. But they have a DC, should you wish to use them. They are kind of fixed. Like, they can probably only aim them within about a 15-foot arc. So, mm. unless something happens to be standing right between the trebuchet and the breach in the wall... I wouldn't try it myself, but I'm not a player. You have the agency here. Uh, all right, what colours of thing do I need? Blue, green, white, red. I've heard of games where they have like actual miniatures and shit. We are not one of those games. <laughs> I know games. I know games that use miniatures, and they're all cowards. <laughs> I love painting miniatures, and I have considered painting some party miniatures, and then just shipping them to me. Yes. Oh my god. I mean, I to be that. fair, you all as individuals are the people, are, are the miniatures most likely to be reused. That's true. I'm putting you in a fairly random but fairly like close together cluster around one of the trebs. I'm only placing one of the carrion crawlers so far because you can only see one of them. Some kind of giveaway there. Oh well. Mm. Well, they have a positive dex, which is quite surprising to me, but there we are. Mm. Not going to help them. They're all squirmous. Such. I mean, look up Velvet Worm for the image I have in my head, but tentacular. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> There's that word again. Velvet Worms are lovely and do not in real life have tentacles. Oh, adorable. They're cute. Okay, this big Velvet Worm looking thing has just flumped onto the floor and you've all turned around and gone, oh, oh shit. A creature. Uh, and top of the initiative is Ember. Right. Uh, sorry, I never go first, and now I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> how to figure out my plan. Okay. Um, I'm going to... I'm just going to walk up to it and uh, strike it with Kindler without activating. Uh... <laughs> well, that was a nat one. Um, I'm afraid to say that that one does not hit. Ember is equally shocked to have been moving before everyone else and is a little thrown yeah, off guard. Ember has just turned around from this siege engine by a big, th at the sound of a large thump, and gone, a thing, and then just sort of smacked it ineffectually with the side of their axe. This uh, feeling. <laughs> They're going to steady their feet and uh, go for another strike, um, which is a 14. Uh, that will do it, yes. All right. Um, oh, oops, I 
rolled. Okay, that is nine damage then. Mm -hmm. A good start. Uh, The carrion crawler will, with a weird silence, because it doesn't... It has jaws, and it spreads them in a way that you associate with things hissing or roaring, but it doesn't really make any noise. It just sort of makes the face at you, and then its tentacles lash out towards you. Um, It's quite good with those, so let's see. Oh, oh, no, it helps if you roll appallingly. How's a 12 to hit you? (laughs) Not even remotely close. Yeah, yeah, no. It lashes out with a tentacle and gets a tentacle full of shield. Who was that? Real. Okay. Let's find these down the bottom. Uh, it will have another go, but this time with its jaws. A little better, a little better. Um, that was 22. That does hit. Are you ready for this? This is an incredible damage of 2d4 plus 2. Nine piercing damage. Hmm, that stings a little. Stings a little. It's it figured out your shield with its tentacle, and then it bites for your arm behind the shield. And makes contact, but mm-hmm. you don't feel in danger of losing that hand or anything. Um, it's not going to move because it's quite happy where it is. Those of you not currently engaged with a creature may observe this subtle rustling movement noise across the ceiling from the other, from behind you, from the opposite side of the worm that you oh, can dear. see. And then it is Trickster. Okay. You said it was rustling, huh? I'm, I'm going to send you a new photo which has this new worm on it. Um, it is on a black block because it is currently on the ceiling, okay. which is 30 feet up. Mm. Okay, well, I'll step around so that, I'm, so that if it drops, it can drop on me. Oh, no, sorry, the worm's over there. My mistake. Um, in that case, no, I'll go and engage the... Ah, no, Ember's good and strong. Um, in that case, what I'll do is I'll move to protect um, Maynard. Mm-hmm. I will ready an attack. I'm going to attack the first worm that comes in reach. Sure. Uh, Maynard, your turn. Okay. I would like to throw Firebolt at the, the worm uh, that's in front of Trick. Mm-hmm. 16 to hit? Yes. 15 fire damage. Ooh, very nice. And a horrible smell. Mmm. Another one drops from the ceiling. And it's going to drop from the ceiling. I think on the other side of the trebuchet from where the three of you now are standing. Because it can... No, no, actually that's silly because it needs to be in melee in order to do its thing. It's going to drop down beside rail. And flail at him with its tentacles. Uh first oh uh how is how's a 24 real uh that is that is absolutely hitting yeah yeah okay so the good news is this does like 1d4 damage it does 1d4 plus 2 so that does two points so that does six poison damage six jesus but you also need to make a constitution save okay uh constitution all right uh 13 Ooh, you, you, you definitely feel the sting as the poison enters the wound, um, but it doesn't seem to take hold this time. 
but you're definitely aware that those tentacles are poisoned and then it's coming at you with its jaws for another go 21 to hit which i think does i i'm sorry my internet keeps cutting out what did you say 21 that hits mm-hmm. I, what is your D, uh, uh, ac at the moment by the way 16 okay which is quite respectable it's just they're rolling really well yeah another six piercing damage please okay anything else are they spitting acid do they fly what <laughs> else do we got here i mean you've observed that they can cling to the ceiling really well okay fair enough they don't appear to be like carrying swords i <laughs> mean i got. don't know we ran into robots that could have they had jetpacks built into them. I don't know what you've it's got, true. Ben. It's true. <laughs> it, it, is, it is currently your turn. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was I'm really low on initiative. I didn't think it was coming up that quickly. All right. Um, so let's see here. Let me look at the map. Uh, well, Real is going to like bat at this thing and get its weird tentacles off of him. <laughs> and uh, he is going to, he's not really concerned with these as much as he is the uh, just giant half circle of nothingness. So he is going to run in the opposite direction. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's going to make an attack of opportunity, because why that's not? That's okay. Oh, yeah, uh, 23. So that's... Jeez. Oh, <laughs> one. Is... I mean, it's at least with this its jaws. really good. With its tentacles. That's true. Um, so that was eight piercing damage. Ugh. And okay. a, a, a strange vibe of disappointment coming off the Velvet Worm seeding creature thing. How far are you running? <laughs> running as far away as I can get. So uh, 30 feet. Just it, it, towards the uh, towards the half the semicircle there where okay. there's nothing on the ground uh, menacingly. Just, yeah, that upsetting blank patch. Uh, and I would like to cast detect, mm, detect Magic at the circle. I mean, Detect Magic right, is on yourself, I believe, and then you can detect, then you can observe magic within a range uh, of yourself. I sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of me. Oh, I guess it is on me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, would I be close enough to do that? Um... I think I would let me, be. Let me just count. Okay. You you can get basically 30 feet exactly from the edge of the circle. Okay. So you're not going to pick up anything inside the circle, but you, you're, you're like part of the perimeter. Right. Uh, is the perimeter magic? You, you don't sense any, any magic from, from that edge, no. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's all I can do right now. So that's my turn. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just, you know, for, for, for fun. Uh, what's your passive perception? Remind me. Uh, it's pretty high. It's 17. Okay. I think as you're running, you become aware that you are passing close to an, another of these worms that is still on the ceiling. All right. I will try to avoid staying uh, directly under it. Yeah, you, you're not directly under it. Um. In fact, we can push you off a little bit to the side so that you are not moving directly towards it as you run. Okay. As the dancing lights wink out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, help. oops, sorry. Ever is, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I think, we, I think at this point, 
if, if if nothing else over our weeks, we have learned to keep we have learned to keep the light spell running as well, right? Yes, reasonable. I think that's reasonable to say. So, yes. So Ember is just inside the radius of dim light from my shield, assuming it's being generally sound on my shield as a convenient. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's an unexpected change okay. in the lighting conditions, but it's not pitch black. I think that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one last worm that is still on the ceiling. Um, one, two, three, four, five. Could go for Maynard and Trick or could go for Rill. I think it's actually going to go for Maynard and Trick because I think it's like, hmm, gang up with my friends. It's going to do it. Yeah. So it's going to flomp down next to Trick and Maynard because it's not smart it. enough. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is not smart enough to know that Trick is a bad person to stand next to when yeah. you are a worm. Um, so it's going to drop down there and um, I'm just going to arbitrarily... Well, I'm going, I'm going to attack you, it. Can you do that on a reaction? Uh, I, I, my action was to ready an action. Yes, it was. That's true. Uh, it does indeed come within range. Please make your attack. Um, ooh, that is 23 to hit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're not wearing any armor, like, at all. Like, not even mm. not even shells. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hit and I mark it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it takes seven slashing damage. Very nice. And then it will go for you, because it seems like the thing. That's Tentacles nice. first. But no, that's 17, so that's not enough. No, it's not. And then it goes for a bite, and is even worse. And I think you just punched it in the mouth with your shield because it rolled a nine. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't go well for it. Mm. No. So that 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 worm has had an unpleasant round, mm-hmm. and we're back to Ember. All right, gonna swing my axe a little more firmly at this. Uh, at this here white worm. Um, and that is going to be a 16. Yes. Um, and I am going to use, uh, oh my goodness, Divine Smite. I am going to use Divine Smite. Seven. Uh, that's going to be 19 damage. Ooh. Goodness me. How do sums work? <laughs> they work. Uh, it, and wait. I... Sorry, oh. go ahead. No, go ahead. You done? Uh, I do have another. Mm, go for it then. Hit, but if it is it no, still? No, no, I, oh. it's just its turn next. I was jumping. Oh, right okay, cool. Um, then I will swing at it again. Uh, for a, thirteen. Mm, yes. And that's going to be five damage. Just a little follow-up. Mm-hmm. You, you, your first swing, you basically bury the axe in its flesh. And then you just give it a little twist as you pull it back out for the second. Cool. Just insult to injury, really. Injury to injury. <laughs> it, it, it's definitely flinching, but also feels like it's kind of in this now and should probably try to eat you. So... <laughs> it rolled a natural one. You throw it so off balance that it's just waving its tentacles randomly in the air, coming nowhere near you. And it doesn't do much better on the bite. It rolled an 11 on the bite. You have completely 
completely thrown this worm as far as any kind of forward planning goes. Um, the red one is on the ceiling, and it probably does want to drop down and eat someone because that's kind of their thing. But it mm. has observed that trick is hard to bite, so I think it's going to crawl like over your heads on the ceiling and then drop down beside Maynard and go for him instead. Oh no. You look softer than Trick. That's because I am. (laughs) So the first is with the tentacles, and that is 21 to hit. I'm going to level with you. My my AC right now is 11, so... Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so it hits you with the tentacles, Mm -hmm. which, as we've established, should do tiny damage. That is five poison damage, but also a constitution save, please. Okay. Eleven. You are poisoned. Shit. Uh, So you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. You are also paralyzed. Is Maynard within ten feet of Ember? No, Maynard is fifteen feet away. Okay. The worm is, but... (laughs) I think that helps. Yeah, so Maynard is currently poisoned and makes this gurgling noise and stops moving. Because he is paralysed. As the stinging venom spreads through his veins. Which is unfortunate because it now gets to make a bite attack. And any attack, any melee attack against a paralysed creature is automatically a critical hit. Um, they do still... Yeah. Um... Which it will with a 17. Yep. So it's critical hit. So on the bite. So it gets to roll 44. 12 piercing damage. Cool. Cool. This is very cool. That's how you wanted your morning to go. <laughs> uh, trick, you're up. I would like to discourage this sort of behavior. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hmm. So at the moment, Maynard is effectively surrounded by three of these worms, right? Pretty much, yeah. That's that's to be discouraged. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. I think this is a very a very bad situation. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab I'm going to grab uh, Maynard. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, effectively making an unopposed grapple, I suppose. Um, assuming you don't want to oppose that, <laughs> the, the creature automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws, which is—it's not a saving throw they make; it's actually an opposed check. But still, that's that's true. But I um, feel like all things considered, <laughs> all things considered, I feel like Maynard is not in a position to resist this grapple. That's fine. Um, in fact, I'm glad for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in which case, okay, yeah. In which case, yeah, I grab you. Um, when you're grappling someone, you can like move them with you, right? You can move at half speed if you're dragging someone. Yeah, that's fine. I don't. I think I could achieve the same effect by moving and then moving back, but I would like to just like swing Maynard around. Mm-hmm. Um. To be, um, like, I guess, um, the diagonally 
on our thing, just like rotate him like not quite 180 degrees to be as yeah. So he's as far from all of the worms as he can be yeah. behind you. So I grab this paralyzed wizard, spin around, and then uh, I believe I assume I can let go of the grapple. Will, I think that's how it works. Yeah, I think so. It, it is so it will, it will take your action to have moved Maynard, but that's that's fine. Yeah, as well, as well, I mean, yeah, the action would involve actually come to think of it, mm-hmm. um, making an making uh, moving some uh, making a grapple is only one attack, it's an attack, it's not an action. That's true, it is. So, yeah, you have used your first attack, yeah, to move Maynard, but you still have, I think, one more. Um, so yeah, I drop. I drop him behind me, and I'm going to. Um, I'm staying right on him, so I'm going to. Sw- so the moment he's dropped, I'm continuing that like turning round motion mm-hmm. to slash at the blue one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am screaming. Ooh, that is a one. That's a miss. It's mm, unfortunate. I am screaming at real to get over here. Maynard's poisoned, um, and I am using my furious, furious energy to um, follow up with a second um, with an action surge mm-hmm. and slash at this blue thing because there are too many of them right now. That's a twenty-five to hit. That's more. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, for ten slashing damage. Very nice. And marked, followed by another miss. That's another. Oh. <laughs> I've I've made three attacks and I have picked up and mo- and relocated yeah. a wizard. Like you you are moving so fast. That's it's affecting your aim. <laughs> I feel like you did pretty well landing one hit and that one. one. You you did pretty good. And Maynard is not standing next to any worms now, which is good. Hmm. Um, it is Maynard's turn. You're incapacitated and can't move or speak, so you can't really do anything on this turn except for. Uh, repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. Okay. Um, I spend my turn being terrified and then I make a constitution saving throw. Twelve. Mm, you are, I'm afraid, still paralysed. Wouldn't you know it. Wizards. Not the most constitutional of, of oh, people. Oh, actually, they're usually... That's usually their secondary. Not this time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Trick, Maynard. A uh, green one who, to its annoyance, is like the wrong side of a trebuchet from the delicious paralyzed prey. So I think it's going to turn its attention to Ember, who is within 10 feet, which means within reach of bitey, bitey, bitey tentacles. Mm. Um, mm, no, that, that was 12. No. Which ain't going to do it. Not so much. So, fuck, yeah, it's the only thing that makes sense. It's going to crawl around the trebuchet, and with its second attack, it's just going to bite Maynard. Huh, huh. Does an 11 hit you? If it meets, it hits, doesn't it? Yes. Then it hits? It's unfortunate. So that's a, that's oh a, a, God, a critical Maynard. bite. It's just biting into, like, the... The nice fleshy bit where your neck meets your shoulder. It's another 11 piercing damage. Cool. I am on zero. Mm. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That is, as they say, not ideal. 
Oh no, wait, I'm on one. I'm on one. Good. <laughs> Marginally better. Um, Rill, it's all going so badly. So it quickly. all went so badly. Uh, Rill, like, whirls. He just got over there. He has plans to do stuff. You know, there was only like two of them over there. It was handled. We outnumbered <laughs> them like six seconds ago. He whirls <laughs> around, sees how terribly everything has gone, uh, and, and runs back over. Uh, skirting <laughs> around the blue, uh, the blue shaded carrion crawler and um, grabbing the Maynard. And uh, I'm going to, uh, is is he uh, is he paralyzed again or is he, he is cool now? He has not, not thrown it off. Okay, um, I am going to, uh, I'm going to use lesser restoration. And cure him of being paralyzed. Mm -hmm. And can I, can I just like shove him away? Can I do that? Can I just shove him like or trade places with him or something? Because I can't. I don't have enough actions to heal yeah, him. Yeah, it, it would. It would be. It would take your action because it would be an attack to, Damn. like, forcibly move him like that. Well, at least he's unparalyzed now. So. Yeah. I forgot you didn't know that these things paralyze people. Ah, real grumbles. Like, these are common dangers that everyone is familiar with, and everyone <laughs> yeah, else is are, like, "We've never seen these before." <laughs> so you would know not to do this. Obviously, they're like they're like uh, those surface animals that that paralyze people. You know, cats. What? <laughs> cats don't 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 cats. You know they have the. They, they spray uh, some sort of thing at, at people and it paralyzes them. They're they little black and white ones. The fuck do not. <laughs> and while you're having this conversation, <laughs> the blue one is going to take a, a lick at trick with its tentacles. Um, how's 20? I think 20 will hit you. Uh, I think having, having blocked or having made those frantic attacks, I have dropped my guard and it's gotten through. It's unfortunate. So. So, like, the good news is it's 1d4 plus 2 poison damage, and it rolled a 1, so it's 3 poison damage. I can take that. The bad news is the constitution save, please. That's not very bad news, to be fair. You're fairly constitutional, I think. Although, actually, given how I've been rolling, that's horrible news. I rolled in line. <laughs> you are Aww. poisoned and paralyzed. I love to be poisoned and paralyzed. Wait, hang on a second. And it tries for a bite, but... Although poisoned and paralyzed, you are still basically a crab. Yeah. In that you are covered in metal and it, its jaws just slide off you because mm -hmm. you are crunchy. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to stay where it is. It has no reason to move. Um, Ember. Oh, shit. It's all gone to shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, seeing this, Ember is going to activate Kindler mm -hmm. and is going to... Swing at the white one again, mm -hmm. um, and that is going to be a, a 22 to hit. Yep. And uh, uh, nine slashing damage and uh, five fire damage. It does not like that. Not one bit. Okay. Um. Then I'm going to swing again 
Uh, and that time is a 12 to hit. Not quite, unfortunately, because it, it flinched back when the first cut burned through it, and it's just far enough away to escape your second swing. Um, okay. Uh, can I turn around and yell, Maynard, catch! And uh, toss a healing potion that way? Absolutely, because that is cool as heck. You toss the healing potion and it arcs gracefully over the top of a trebuchet. And Maynard, um, roll me a dex check, I guess, to save it, to catch it. Eight. You, you do fumble the catch. You do fumble the catch. But now there's a healing potion on the floor at your feet. Okay. So it's not too bad. And is that a bonus action to throw it? I would say so, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, then I'm going to end my turn there. Okay. Uh, the white one has decided that you are, frankly, not worth the effort. Because, ow. Ow. That was unpleasant. Maybe this isn't dinner. Maybe this was a bad move. Maybe it will leave. <laughs> so it's just going to spend its movement getting away from you. Uh, you will get an attack of opportunity. Okay. I will take that. Ooh, hey, that's a nat 20. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and Kindler is activated. So. Okay. Four, uh, 14 plus 5 is 19, plus another 12 is uh, 31. Well, it had four hit points. Oh. <laughs> so who, who fancies who who fancies grilled carrion crawler for lunch? <laughs> Delicious. Mm-hmm. Slice through that carrion crawler and uh one half of it kind of sticks to the axe and goes flying. Yeah, kind of shaking goo. Slightly charred goo off of your axe blade. Mm -hmm. uh, the red one is going to have a go at you because, like, these are not really pack tactic creatures. Ooh, uh, 20 to hit. <sighs> that just hits. Oh. Uh, please roll a constitution save while I roll damage. Okie dokie. Seven poison damage. Uh, 15 to save. It stings, but you're fine. Okay. And I'm sorry, you said seven poison damage? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I think it will move up closer to you and try for a bite and rolls a nat one, which means it pretty much bites your shield. Like, not even bites at your hand behind your shield, just <laughs> chomping the edge of your shield. Oops. Not smart creatures. Trick, you are incapacitated, but you do get to make a constitution save. All right, then. I'll do just that. Um, am I now... I don't know if you moved at all, Amber. Uh, no, not that no, time, because fine. I was still in combat. That's fair. That's a 24. Oh, yeah, you, you, you had a moment there where everything went very fuzzy and nothing was really responding, and you've just, ow, shaken it off. Love to shake it off. Okay. Um, Maynard, you're up. Okay, I would like to drink 
my healing potion. <laughs> Very sensible. I support that you. That is an action, to be clear. Yep, I know. Oh, wait, hold on. No, that's also a stupid idea. Drinking healing potion. Mm-hmm. So that's 2d4 plus 4. 7. Much better than none. Yes. Um, I'm still kind of penned in by creatures, aren't I? Yeah, you're next to the green one. Cool, 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 cool. Are you moving or are you staying next to the green one? Uh, let me just check if I can do something. No, I am good. I cannot do anything else. I have no bonus actions. <laughs> Maynard, you're going to get bitten or stabbed or something again. Move. I'm, work I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> And can we get an updated map picture, please? Because yep. Maynard has a whole like square. But Maynard option. is currently trying. I think. I think Maynard is trying to avoid the attack of opportunity that comes from no longer being engaged no, with the green one. If he moves, fair. no. But, so I really should have moved, one? to be honest. <laughs> if you want to move, say so now. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna move. Ah, thank you. Oh, okay, I see. The green one went around. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to move past Rill and evoke an attack of opportunity. It will. Um, but are you heading, like, directly away from the trebuchet? Yes. Cool. One, two, 30 feet of movement gets you a nice long way away from nasty, nasty tentacles, but it does indeed attempt to bite you on the way past. It rolled a 10. It super misses. Wow. It thought you were paralyzed and then you moved. Oh my god. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> and then it's like, oh well, I will go for Rill instead because he's like right there. Oh, great. Ooh, 23. <laughs> yep. the they are shockingly good with these tentacles, I have to tell you. It's not that they're rolling super high, it's that they have a plus eight to hit. Oh, okay. That would explain it. Yeah. Four poison damage and a constitution save, please. All right. Uh, five. Ooh, oh, that burns and all your muscles kind of lock uh, up. And you can see the worm crawling a little closer to you and going schnaff, schnaff with its jaws. Right. But missing completely because it rolled a natural one. So, like, the, the good news is these creatures can't bite for shit. Good. Both I times? Mean... I was in the middle of making a motion to That's go right. and... attack rolls have advantage. Thank you. Yeah, see, I'm nice, aren't I? Yeah, great, oh, yeah, thanks. The second time, second time it was a 15. Uh, no, that does not hit. It's, yeah, it, it, it gets a mouthful of, of armor. Because you know, it went for that nice juicy point between shoulder and neck, and you've got a high collar, and it just kind of... Ugh. Well, I was uh, in the is... middle of, of trying to cast Lesser Restoration on Trick, but uh, not anymore. Not now, now you are just, ow, ow, I can't move, ow, and need to roll another constitution save. Uh, I mean, I finished my last, um, my last turn by making my save. That feels... That feels good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a 14. That is enough. So you, you are... You lose a few seconds to going out and your muscles all being locked up. And there's this terrifying moment when the worm is like trying to bite you and you can't dodge. 
Um, but the adrenaline shock of it not quite managing to bite you is enough for you to shake it off. Um, um, also, mm-hmm. can I just check? The save, if you make the save on a subsequent turn, does that shake both the paralyze and the poison? Yes, it does. Okay, cool. So you shake off everything if you, mm-hmm. if you make your save. Um, the blue one, which is face-to-face with Trick, will look mildly irritated that Trick isn't moving again. Rude. <laughs> and have a good old go with the tentacles, but Trick is wearing so much armor that an 18 is not quite enough. Yeah, no. I mean, that one I, have to, I do have to catch on the shield. Yeah. It'll try for a bite anyway and do even worse with a 9. Yeah, no. Yeah. Not even close. I dodged that one. Insofar as you can detect emotions, it's frustrated. Mm. Um, Ember, mm. you have a, a red one to deal with. Currently, all of your friends, however, appear to be unparalyzed. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, I will swing at the red one. Can you get closer to us, Ember? Yeah, I I will. I will try. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is an 18 to hit. Yes, that's enough. Yeah. Uh, and that's... We're going to have one more uh, charge of Kindler. Um... That is 15 damage. Very nice. And swinging again, oof, for a 9 to hit. Mm, Not quite, yeah. No, not quite. Um, But I will uh, try to get closer to my friends. Um, Can I sort of bounce over the... I mean, circling it is no problem at all, and that puts you okay. within 10 feet of trick. If you want to step okay. even closer, then you would leave its melee range. I see. Okay, okay. But you can be on, on the nearer side very easily. Yeah. Um, I do kind of want to get in range of both trick and rail, though. Um, okay, so you would need to go... But I... Could I fly out of range of the blue and green one as I pass. Well, that's right. You can fly. Very briefly. Yeah. Which means you don't have to go around the trebuchet. You can go over it, which means you do have enough movement to get there. Um, you will still provoke an attack of opportunity from the red one, but you have enough yes. movement to come down next to Rill and the green one and Trick. Okay. I will do that. I'll roll for a bite of opportunity. Uh, mm-hmm. 20. Uh, that does hit, but only just. There's nine piercing damage. All right. Do a f- so it's the red one's turn, and it's just been like heartlessly abandoned by its lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to close with Trick, who's now the nearest, and have a go with Tentacles. Nope, <laughs> that was a 15 on the Tentacles. Tentacles, that famous Greek hero. <laughs> Um, and now I have 12 on the bite, so the red one is ineffectual no. this turn. No. Absolutely no sell that. Trick is in a target-rich environment. Alright. Nobody's currently paralysed, right? Nobody's currently paralysed. Hmm. As much as I would like to move up and um, grab the attention of that green one, it seems a bit, a bit silly. Um, so instead, I'm just going to do a bit of a hack and slash. Um, do either of them look more beaten up than the other? Uh, they've both taken a fair bit of damage. On balance, the red one is probably worse off. Let's start with the red one then, shall we? 
Um, I'll sort of make it. I'm, I, you know, I'll make it kind of a cleave just because it's more fun that way. <laughs> um, so I'm swinging just right along the middle because they're not that armored. Um, first one on the left, the red one. That is a twenty-two to hit. Oh, very much. I should think so. Um, which comes out to eight slashing damage. It is not having a good day. I'll cleave right through. I'll mark that and then cleave right through to the blue one. Mm-hmm. 14? Yes. Yeah, they're squishy. They are. Like right through the squishy thing. That's six. Yeah. And then I'll the blue one instead because it's more likely to get around. Okay. So you have two worms that are looking pretty beaten up. The green one is looking just fine and hungry. Um, Maynard, you are up. Okay, I want to move uh, 30 feet uh, up so that I can get the two worms that Trick is facing in a line, and I will cast Lightning Bolt. I don't think you can get far enough with 30 feet no? of movement. Oh. All right, then. I go the other way and get the green one and the red one. <laughs> that one you can definitely do. <laughs> Excellent. Balanced right at the edge of my map. <laughs> That'll probably wreck the trebuchet as well. Fine. It, it might well do some damage to the trebuchet. Okay. Um, can they make me a dexterity save DC 15? They can. What's the dexterity of a trebuchet? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, they're bolted <laughs> to the floor. <laughs> uh, the green one has failed its dex save. Okay. Uh, the red one has failed it even harder. Okay, they both take 28 points of lightning damage, and I presume the, um, they... the trebuchet also takes a damage and is also now on fire. Okay, so you now have... It's not like it bursts enthusiastically into flames. It's not like it's drenched in oil, but it is quite dry wood. So it is, it is caught and will soon be crackling merrily, but at the moment it's just like edges of the beams are now starting to char the green one is now gone from super healthy to not healthy looking like it's got burnt bits on its otherwise fleshy hide um the red one straight up gets knocked over and curls up into a dead looking pile of of worm smoking gently so awesome. red is off the board green is alive but has gone from having a perfectly nice day where it was going to get some lunch to suddenly it's fighting for its life. Um, but it's still going to have a go at someone that it's standing near and real looks softer. Um, 22 on the tentacles, so that hits. Yep. Three poison damage. Oh boy. But also a constitution save, please. Yep. Uh, there's 13? You just about make it, yeah. You have it, having just fought it off last last time it went for you. You just kind of force your eyes back into focus, and it stings. But you you retain your faculties, which is good because it's your turn. Oh, good. All right. Uh, how are we all looking? Bad. I'm fine. <laughs> Everyone else is worried about. I'm a little sore, but nothing I can't handle. 
Okay. Uh, I am going to cast a mass healing word, and everybody is going to get some hit points. Everybody's going to get um, six points of healing. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Perfect. I'm right. Two fighters are just like, no, we're fine. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. I am a paladin, not a fighter. <laughs> yeah, you're both in big old tin can suits of armor. You're nothing but a jackass in a fancy metal can. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your turn, Rel? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to move further away from this. <laughs> this whole uh, situation. <laughs> I'm going to move further away from this thing. Yeah, this is the whole situation, really. I'm just going to move backwards towards the um, towards the semicircle again. Okay. Keeping keeping my eyes on uh, these, and also looking at the ceiling for that other one that was up there earlier. Um. Okay. You 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 think that they have all dropped down now? You can't see any additional ceiling worms. Okay. Good. Um. Are you moving your full distance back? Yes, I am. Cool, cool. Um, it, the green one um, will get an attack of opportunity on you right. um, with its jaws, so that is 20, which I believe hits you. Yep. Love that piercing damage. That is six piercing damage. Okay. It's not too bad. Yeah, that's not too bad. It's the bit where they paralyze you that's the real problem. <laughs> yeah, all that, all that healing I just did just went right back down, but that's Fine. Which, which means, <laughs> you know, you're six better off than if you hadn't done it. That's true. Uh, the blue one um, is being extremely engaged by Trick, because that's pretty much what marking means, is getting up in its face, being like, pay attention to me, to me, pay attention to me. Um, and apparently quite distractingly, because um, even though it's quite good with its tentacles, a 10 is not going to hit Trick. Not even close. Maybe if I was naked. Maybe. Why would you be naked fighting a ceiling worm? It could have, it could have come at me in my sleep. Yeah, you, you bring your shield up in front of your face to catch the tentacles, and because it was following up so closely on the first attack, you hear its teeth scrape on the shield as well. Because an eight ain't going to do it. No. I don't think it wants to move particularly. And Maynard, back to you. Okay, I'm going to cast Firebolt on the the green puffball. Mm -hmm. And 16 to hit? Yes. 12 fire damage. It's looking quite singed now. Still moving, Good. but it's, it's looking quite quite badly off. Okay, and I'm going to start moving towards the uh, the semicircle of... Nothing. Okay. You're now next to Rill. Both of you are about five, ten feet from the from the edge of, of nothingness. Um, I'm so 50-50 between whether that is warded or illusory. <laughs> <laughs> Who just went? Maynard just went, which means the green one is going to attempt to tentacle Ember for great paralysis points. Um, mm, 23. Mm, that does hit. So that is, first of all, um, am I adding to that? Two. So that is six poison damage. Barely a scratch. Um, and also a constitution save. Mm, that's a nice 
tasty 21. Oh, you are fine. I mean, it stings a bit. It's clearly venomous, but you're fine. <laughs> you're like the one person who's not allergic to bees who is like, I don't see what the problem is here. <laughs> Uh, and because you are not paralyzed, you nimbly dodge its bite, and a plus six comes nowhere near you. Sorry, a, a total six. Nowhere near you. Um, Rill, your turn. Okay. Uh, I am going to throw a... Uh, mm, yep. Uh, I'm going to try and light this thing on fire with some sacred flame. Mm -hmm. It has to make a dex save. Please? Ten. Okay, that does not make it. So that is going to be some damage. That's going to be five radiant damage. No, wait. It is. Oh, wait, no, sorry. I, we're past level five, so I get an extra die. That is going to be ten uh, radiant damage. Ooh. This, this green worm is, like, collapsed in the midsection. It is still moving, but... Even if you walked away now, you're not sure that this green worm is long for the world. Fine by me. <laughs> Didn't think you'd mind. Um, no, not blue really. One continues to be engaged with Trick. Uh, 24 on the tentacles, so constitution yeah. save, please. I'll be fine. I'm in 10 feet of ember now, aren't I? You are. Okay, like that's that. 29 on my um, saving <laughs> Barely even stings. Yeah. <laughs> How much does it sting? It stings to the tune of six poison damage. Six poison. It, it rolled a four on its 1d4. I assume it's going to bite me as well. It is going to bite you, or at least it's going to try, try. to bite you. <laughs> uh, 15, though. No, 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 no. That's, that's scraping off the armor. Yeah, it's that, that problem of it's very good at biting paralyzed things. And you keep inconveniently being not paralyzed. <clears throat> um, we're back to Ember. All right. Um, okay. I'm going to swing for the green one. Uh, that is a 16. Oh, yes. And that's going to be, ow, that's going to be six damage. You aim for one of the holes that Maynard has charred into this thing, and um, this this thing doesn't have a spine, but it does have a spinal column, and you have severed it, and it mm. just collapses, and it's twitching, but it's not going to get up again. Delicious. That is, that is a dead green worm. So there is now uh, just the blue one the trick is engaged with. Cool. Uh, I'm going to swing for that one next. Yep. Um, that is a 17 to hit. Yes. Uh, and I will use Divine Smite on this one. Um, so that is going to be 8 slashing damage and also 8 radiant damage. That is enough to do it. Because it wasn't, wasn't having a good time. And, and yeah, you've got the hang of it now. You know how to deal with these things. You're just like crunch down to that bit at the back of kind of the neck that mm -hmm. lets you do for them and um yeah just like chopping wood just if like your wood, wood was a little bit wiggly and also and trying, to, trying to bite you yeah if wood was trying to eat you it would be like chopping wood 
<laughs> and there are now no enemies on the board. Yay. So you have four um deadish worms and a trebuchet which is starting to smoke. It's not currently loaded, so it's not like it's about to go off, uh, but it is on fire. Oh, okay. Actively on fire. Yeah, like, not hugely on fire. Like, it's it's only just caught, but it has caught fire. That so we are out of initiative, so you can uh, move more flexibly now. Uh, anybody, anybody able to take care of that? What the? The burning trebuchet i imagine it'll take care of itself pretty well it's not going to spread anywhere i guess I just, just shrug <laughs> all right I... we will assume the trebuchet keeps burning <laughs> okay i mean what do you want me to do i mean it's fine it's i mean like... not particularly you i wasn't sure if any of our uh more magically inclined members here could um, somehow smother it, but uh, mm, no. no. Just throw some dirt on it, maybe. I don't. I don't. I don't know why we would need to. Okay. Yeah. It'll burn itself out. It's fine. It's fine. Right. Shall we press on? Oh. No. No, we can't. Because uh, I know I got bit a lot. By those things, uh, and I need to do some healing. And Maynard, you look pretty rough still. Well, yes, that's a, that's a word for it. Can we sit? Can we sit down for a little? Just before yeah, we go through the barrier. Should we just sit down? Should we just sit down in the bit that isn't covered in? Maybe not. I don't know what that. I don't know what that does. Uh, it might be bad if we go into it. Well, I, I thought. Trick said in the bit that's not covered in worm yeah, goo. Yeah, everything is covered in worm goo except for that that semicircle. Ah, okay, I see. Hmm. Yeah, worm goo or guano. Well, we can back up a bit instead. Then we don't have to All sit right. down right where we stand. We'll we'll move back to a bit that isn't covered in worm goo. It's quite easy to find a bit that is covered in dry guano instead of like wet worm goo. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I'm happy to leave this area slightly. I don't know how, how, how much worm poop there is. I don't want to sit down on the carpet with worm poop, ideally. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, actually that's fine. You, you, you can retreat back to like <laughs> the first smaller cavern or two yeah. of the part that you've come through, which was not apparently populated by worms and has a, a much cleaner floor. That's not a problem. It's like 200 feet. It's fine. Nice. Okay. Yeah, with a gentle, distant light of a burning trebuchet. And take your short rest. Mm. Okay. Leaving good, the mystery good. of the guano-free semicircle possibly to next time. I just want just having a look at when we started recording because that might well be okay. Yeah, that is probably an episode's worth. Yay! Yay! You've been listening to "Come Out and Play," an all-trans real play project. You can check us out at comeoutandplay.games or follow us on Twitter at CAOPcast. And remember, if you enjoy our show, please share it with your friends. And if you don't enjoy our show, please share it with your enemies. Word of mouth is our best way to grow.
I mean, everything's a robot if you think about it that way. I am a robot if you think about it that way. You're just a, you're just a meat robot. Yeah, it's a, just a ghost piloting a, a meat mecha. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's gross. But yes, that's, that's, that's what we are. I would like to raise philosophical objections to this dualist stuff. <laughs> I do not, in fact, believe this thing because clearly the ghost is an emergent property of the Mecca. It merely really? thinks itself to be separate because it has delusions because it is still fundamentally meat and meat's kind of dumb. Just in the meat. I need to get more serious about the whole religion thing so I have more opportunities to say God is a vibe. 